We humans need constant reminders. Remember all those stories of Israel in the Old Testament and how they forgot what God did for them like two seconds after he did it? Yeah, we're like that. So while I don't love stepping on your toes, I know that sometimes we need to be reminded about where our eyes need to be. Stick with me for some reminders and some encouragement as you walk through this beautiful time of your life designed by God. Are you a Christian woman yearning for a beautiful, joyful pregnancy and birth with a focus on God, not medical tests? Are you worried the birth you want isn't possible and you're tired of being treated like an accident waiting to happen? Hey mama, I'm Lori, host of Your Birth, God's Way. I'm a certified nurse midwife now, but I wasn't always. After working for nearly 20 years in the broken maternity system, I too was in your shoes wondering how I could have the birth I wanted and that I felt God meant for me to have. I found a secret that has actually been known since the beginning of time. God's way is the best way. Spoiler alert, God made us and our babies and he knows us best. He designed us perfectly for pregnancy, birth, and nourishing our babies after birth if we work with his design and not against it. In this podcast, you'll learn how to be healthy and have joy during this time of life that will be over before you know it. So if you're ready to reclaim your birth and your babies for his glory, go turn on a few episodes of Bluey for that little one on your hip so you can put the focus back on you for a few minutes with me. Mama, are you afraid that you won't be able to nurse your baby? Have you heard stories of failure after failure around you and you figure, eh, I'm not special. I'll probably fail too. I hear you and I once was you. Fearful that I would be the next on the formula aisle at Walmart trying to decide which one was best and which bottle would give my baby the least amount of gas. I knew breastfeeding was God's way, but hey, most people just camp these days, so might as well get ready. I had taught countless mamas to breastfeed, but even with all the tools, it seemed most of them quit. I figured I would just be next. But guess what, mama? That was not my story. My God had better for me, and He's got better for you. I went on to exclusively nurse all three of my babies well past a year. My first baby I nursed for over two years, my second for over a year, and my third for four whole years. How silly of me to doubt God. I figured out that God's way is the best way, and I want to help you have that too. On October 24th, I am hosting an intensive breastfeeding workshop called Feeding Your Baby God's Way. In this live class, I'm going to teach you everything you need to know how to breastfeed your baby and how to establish a beautiful nursing relationship with God right at the center of it all. You'll walk away with a toolbox so full of knowledge, tips, and tricks that you'll be ready for whatever comes your way. This class will prepare you to walk confidently through this journey knowing that God made you for this. Don't assume this all will just come naturally. Yes, some of it does, but in the world of fear and doubt that we're in, Satan is ready to attack the peace and joy of motherhood in any way that he can. What better can he do than to make you think you're a failure at the thing that is most pivotal to a baby, feeding? Don't let him win. Your best weapon is knowledge, and I'm here to share it with you. If you're ready to get serious about making sure you are as prepared as you possibly can be to succeed in this facet of your journey, 
head over to yourbirthgodsway.com slash breastfeed and get signed up. And if you use promo code EARLYBIRD before October 17th, you'll get 10% off. This course has everything that you're going to need to make sure that you rock this breastfeeding journey. So don't wait. Go learn more at yourbirthgodsway.com slash breastfeed and take back this part of your motherhood journey. Y'all know how much I love your reviews. You know how much I love your encouragement. So again, as I remind you just about every episode, if you haven't gone and left me a five-star written review, maybe you're new here, or maybe you've just been thinking, eh, I'll get around to it, or eh, my opinion doesn't really matter. It does, Mama. It encourages me, and I love to hear from you. So please push pause, go leave me a quick five-star written review. It probably won't take you more than about 30 seconds and it will encourage me so, so much. And it's really one of the best things that you can do to help this show reach more moms just like you. Logan did that back on the 2nd of October. And I just love what she had to say. She said, I have only listened to the first two episodes. However, I am in the second trimester of my first pregnancy and I have felt very alone in desiring a more natural birth due to my own personal fears as a nurse and also the fears of being of others being projected on me. This podcast is beautifully spoken in such an honest, supportive way to provide biblical references and encourage faith in trusting God through pregnancy, birth, and postpartum. I am so thankful I found it. And Logan, I'm so thankful for you and for your taking the time to say these words to me. I'm not sure how beautifully spoken it really is, you know, how we all hate to hear the sound of our voice, but hopefully it's not too bad for you and that you're enjoying it and you're learning because that's really my my goal. And I'm going to talk about that more at the end about what my real goal is with this podcast, because this episode is going to be a little tough to get through for some of you. And I'm okay with that. Sometimes somebody's got to be the one to kind of slap you around a little bit and get your focus back on. I'm not going to really slap you, obviously, but every now and then we need some reminders. And I try to remind you throughout the episodes, but sometimes we just need to stop and take an entire episode to really focus on what's really going on here. Why are we even doing this? Why are we here? That's what today's going to be. I need to be real with you. It's not going to be fun, but it's going to be real. I'm not trying to insult you. I'm not trying to undermine you. I'm not trying to underestimate you. I am simply trying to help you realize that even giants can fall to this. 1 Corinthians 10 verse 12 tells us, Therefore, let him who thinks he stands take heed, lest he fall. Lori's version of that, Lori's translation, If you think it's never going to happen to you, beware, or it just might. Am I saying you're weak? Yes. Yes, I'm saying you're weak. You know why I'm saying you're weak? Because we all are. Every one of us. Especially during pregnancy. During pregnancy, we are growing our babies. Some of you have been waiting for years and years and years to finally have your baby. And you are finally growing this precious bundle of joy and the thought that you might do something wrong that will hurt that baby or threaten its life that thought is raw and it is never far from the forefront of your mind 
Protecting our babies is a God-given instinct. He made us this way. God made us to be fierce when it comes to taking care of our children. However, do you know who else knows that you have that inside of you? Satan, the enemy. Do you know who wants nothing more than to have your heart in turmoil? Satan. Do you know who wants nothing more than to have you put your faith in the idol of the medical system? You guessed it, Satan, our enemy. Why is that? I mean, why would he care about your pregnancy? Well, he wants to steal your peace, the peace that comes from God. He wants to steal your soul in the process. He doesn't need you to do some massive 180 and turn your back on God. He he doesn't need that. He just needs you to place your faith in anything but God. It doesn't really even matter what it is. Yeah, he would love to have you as one of his faithful followers. But if he can't do that, he'll just keep you in fear and confusion so that you forget your source. Do you remember how Satan misled Eve in the garden? It wasn't some huge fabricated story or some huge temptation. It was just adding one tiny word to God's word. The word not. In Genesis 2 verse 16, God is speaking here and he says, Of every tree of the garden you may freely eat, but in the tree of knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. Well, here comes the story of Eve and Satan. Eve says, You shall not eat it, nor shall you touch it, lest you die, when Satan asks her, What did God say? But then in the very next verse, the serpent says to the woman, You will not surely die. For God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be open, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. He just adds one little word and he throws off everything that she knows is right. Eve starts looking at the fruit different. It looks really good. It's pleasant. Sounds pretty desirable because it's going to make her wise. Y'all, Satan has not changed. Ecclesiastes tells us there is nothing new under the sun. We get lulled into thinking we live in an age that is just so wise and so all-knowing when it comes to health and safety that somehow this is different than all of history. How's that working out for us? Our maternity statistics in this country are dismal. We, the more technology we get, the worse it gets. We have so altered childbearing in this country that most people think you are nuts If you want to move your birth out of a bright foreign environment full of strangers and machines into the peace and comfort of the home that God provided you where things are familiar and only the people who deserve to be there get to witness his work in your family, they think you're the crazy one. When that used to be normal all across history up until just maybe the last 100, 200 years. These doctors who we call experts, well, many of them graduate and become attending physicians without, without ever having seen even one truly normal birth. Not one, but they're supposedly the experts. And yet we run to them out of fear and feeling like we don't know what's best without them. 
If someone with letters behind their name doesn't tell us we're okay, then how can we actually know that we're okay? How can we know what to do if someone without, with letters behind their name doesn't tell us that what we're doing is good or right? And yet these people don't even know what birth is when left alone, as it has been left alone for centuries, the way God designed it. They've never seen it. Most people don't know what it looks like. Your mom, your grandma, your aunts, your sisters, most of them have never seen what a truly normal birth looks like, how beautiful it can be. And they think you're crazy for wanting it. Mama, hear me when I say, you must get focused. The medical complex thinks that fruit on the tree And the ability to be wise like God sounds really pleasant and desirable too. They laugh at your faith while exalting their own. But is their wisdom really wisdom? One of our best sources of wisdom in the scriptures comes from the entire book of Proverbs, which is written by the wisest man to ever live, Solomon. He's also the richest man, as we read in 1 Kings 10.23. He starts in Proverbs 1 verse 4 telling us that the Proverbs he is writing are, quote, to give prudence to the simple, to the young man, knowledge and discretion. So even the simple, which would be the people who maybe feel like they don't know much, he's giving them prudence through his wisdom. The young man, young people are seen as not knowing a lot, right? Even the young can have knowledge and discretion that maybe old people, the older elders of the medical system, who maybe are the ones that we look at as knowing the most, they may not have that same knowledge and wisdom because they haven't been looking to the right place. Later in verse 7, where do we find this knowledge and wisdom? This is where the right place is. Where do we find that knowledge and wisdom? Where is true knowledge and wisdom found? The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. The fear of the Lord. Mama, are you hearing me? Is the doctor that you're seeing, is he fearful of the Lord? Does he even look to the Lord at all? The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. But fools despise wisdom and and instruction. Is that provider laughing at you because you want to have your birth God's way? Is he laughing at you? Does he despise the wisdom that you've gained from the word of God and the instruction that you've gained from the word of God? That makes him a fool. When was the last time the doctors on the OB floors of America cracked their Bibles open to seek God's design in what they are caring for? To seek his wisdom and his knowledge about the thing they are taking care of. I'm not saying that none of them ever studied the Bible, but I'm saying that very few of them look to his knowledge for how birth is intended to be. And how pregnancy is intended to be. And who designed it? And who designed your baby? And who designed you? What about you? I'm hoping that you've been opening the word regularly to seek what he has to say. Not what you think. Not what you heard somebody else say. Not what you think you remember from once upon a time. But what it actually says. I'm hoping that you are opening it regularly for this. So if you are, who is more wise? The one who despises God and puts himself in his place? Or you, the mama who seeks the Lord in every step of her day?
Yes, medical, quote, wisdom has figured out some things about how we're made. That's great. But let's look back at Job's story in the Bible. Job's story is the ultimate story of adversity and hardship. I dare say none of us have ever gone through anything quite like what he went to. Nothing close, most likely, to what he faced. Do you remember how he agonized about what he was going through? And he questioned God. He questioned him and he questioned him. And he was rather bold in some of the things that he said. That's okay. God knows we're human. He knows we can't understand his ways. He can take us questioning him within reason. And he did in Job's case. But Job pressed and pressed and pressed until God finally answered him. And when God spoke, Job hushed. God reminded Job that he really didn't know much about anything. Just like we don't. We think we do. But do we really? In chapter 39, verse 1, he says, Do you know the time when the, mount, the wild mountain goats bear young? Or can you mark when the deer gives birth? Can you number the months they fulfill? Or do you know the time when they bear young? Well, of course he can't. Of course Job doesn't know any of those things. Because God manages all of them. Even if he knew where the deer was or the wild mountain goats, when he showed up to watch it and to help manage it, they would take off. But God, he's never far from them. And he's helping manage each birth of each animal in this entire world. God manages all of that. You probably know where I'm going with this. But flip over to Matthew 6 now. In Matthew 6, let's remember what Jesus taught us during the Sermon on the Mount. Starting in verse 25. Therefore, I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? Which of you, by worrying, can add one cubit to his stature? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. And yet I say to you that even Solomon, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Now, if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore, do not worry, saying, what shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For after all these things the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly, fathers, your heavenly Father knows that you need these things. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. And all these things shall be added to you. What are these things? The things He has just said. What's more important than your food and your drink and your clothing? Those are all necessities. And yet he supplies them all. The lily in the field, what does it do to make itself grow, to form new cells, to expand its, its size? It does nothing. God does everything for it. It supplies everything that that flower needs. That's a flower. It only lasts maybe a few weeks or a few months. 
You are his creation. He made you. He has given you the assurance that he's going to tend to the things that you can't see, that you can't control, just like how that baby is growing in your belly right now. Are you of little faith? Seek first the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God, it's his word, which is the source of all wisdom and all knowledge. Is your faith little? Is it faltering? Where do you go to get more faith? You go no further than Romans 10 verse 17. It's going to tell you. In Romans 10, 17, we read, So then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Faith comes from the word of God and nowhere else. Again, not what you heard, not what your preacher told you. That's a start. But you have to go dig yourself. You have to see it for yourself. Not what your best friend told you, not what you think, not what you heard, but the word of God. His word. We are blessed to have the Bible everywhere. Everybody's probably got about 10 on their shelf right now that's listening to me. But what good does it do you if it's sitting on your shelf not opened? That's where you get that faith from hearing his word for yourself. Proverbs 14 verse 14 says, The backslider in his heart will be filled with his own ways, but a good man will be satisfied from above. Now, I'm not saying that you're a backslider. You might just be busy. You've got a lot of things going on in your world, Mama. I know that. I do too. It's hard to make the time to get into His Word. But that's what you have to do. You have to make the time. Because that's the only place that you're going to get the faith that you need to keep your eyes focused on Him. Proverbs 3 verses 5 and 6 tell us to trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge Him and He will direct your path. It doesn't say trust in the Lord with most of your heart, but worry a little bit about your baby and your pregnancy because He probably doesn't understand what you're going through and the doctor knows more. It doesn't say that he might direct your path if he's got time, if he gets around to it. It says he shall direct your path. Going back to Proverbs chapter 14, in verse 12, Solomon says, There is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. That tells us that there's a lot of stuff that us humans are going to think is the best way that's not. And it's the way of death. Now remember, I made reference to Solomon being the wisest man to ever live, right? He's sitting here giving us all kinds of wisdom. But guess what? Do you know what happened to Solomon? In 1 Kings chapter 11, verse 4, we read, For it was so, when Solomon was old, that his wives turned his heart after other gods, and his heart was not loyal to the Lord his God. Back to the beginning. Am I saying that you are weak and vulnerable to placing your faith in something or someone other than God and getting pulled aside to the, quote, wisdom of the world, the so-called wisdom? Absolutely, Mama. I'm saying that. 
I'm saying if it can happen to Solomon, the wisest man to ever live who had more riches than anyone to ever live. He had everything he could ever need or want, and he had wisdom that none of us can even fathom. And even he, even he was pulled aside. If, it can, if he can be vulnerable to the lures of the world, who is excluded? Who is not vulnerable? If Eve can be lured away when she and Adam had literally everything they could ever want or need provided for them and God was right there walking in the garden with them, if that can happen to them, it can absolutely call, it can happen to us. We can lose our focus and we can forget our source too. My number one goal in this podcast episode and in this episode, this podcast in general, all of the episodes that I ever do is actually not to help you have a healthy pregnancy or a healthy baby or a home birth or whatever else it is that comes with what our human side seek during childbearing. (gasps) Yes, you heard that right. That is actually not my number one goal. Now it is a goal It is certainly one of my goals, but it is not the main one. I want you to hear me, Mama. My main goal is to help you keep your eyes on God and to grow closer and closer to Him by the day rather than getting drawn away from Him because you've forgotten your source. I want every Mama listening to my voice to be in heaven with me one day. What difference does it make if we have everything we ever want on this earth, but we miss heaven? If we miss heaven, we've lost it all. I want you in the word daily so that you can show yourself approved, so that you can rightly divide the word of truth as we read in 2 Timothy 2.15. That means so you can understand the Bible and God's true plan of salvation, not the ones that man has made up relying on his own so-called wisdom. That leads us astray. There is nothing that matters more than this, than getting in the word, seeing it for yourself, learning for yourself, understanding for yourself, and keeping yourself tied to the source of your strength, the source of your very life, the source of every breath you take. As of this moment, I've been talking on this podcast for around 22 minutes. Every breath, I see in 22 minutes times, you know, 20 or so breaths per minute. That means that you've taken over 400 breaths since I started talking. Not one of those breaths happened without God. If he had not been paying attention to you, In these moments, you would be laying dead on the floor at this moment. He sustains every breath in your lungs, every beat of your heart from the time that it very first started in your mother's womb all the way through the day that your heart beats its last and you die. I want you tied to that one, that source, God and God alone. And I want you to know his truth for yourself, not the truth that you heard from somebody else, but the truth that's in the word yourself. Even the things that I'm saying, you need to get in the word and you need to make sure that I'm telling you right, because man will lead you astray. He will lead you astray thinking that he's helping you, thinking he's doing right. 
but Satan has a way of wiggling his way into things and skewing them just enough, adding just one little tiny word that can cause you to go down the way to death that we talked about in one of the verses we just read a few minutes ago. There is nothing that matters more than making sure that you are in heaven. In times when we are vulnerable, like pregnancy, are times that Satan can creep his way in and make us completely lose our faith and lose track of where we are supposed to be going. So I need you, Mama, to get focused. I need you to get focused. This is what seeking his kingdom is. That's what to seek first his righteousness, to seek first the kingdom of God, that's what it is. It's getting in the word and and staying in it and putting him first, keeping your eyes on him. Losing your focus is so easy to do. It is so, so easy. So you must take heed lest you fall. God did not mean for you to walk this road alone, though you certainly may feel alone. But even if you have no one in your physical world right there with you who is on your side and supporting you, you've got me, both through this podcast, through my courses, my consultations. But you've also got other like-minded mamas in our Facebook community. If you haven't joined that yet, there's a link down in the show notes. Come join us. You're not alone, mama. You've got other mamas who are trying to do the same thing that you do or the same thing that you want to do. The internet has brought us a lot of bad stuff, lots of bad. But there are a few good things that he's allowed through his providence. And things like podcasts that draw you closer to him, that's one of them. I believe strongly in God's providence. You know, you don't have to look any further than the book of Genesis and the story of Joseph to see that God puts, puts things in our path right when we need them sometimes long before we realize we need them. And somehow God put this podcast into your life. This is the start, but for most of you, most of you are going to need some more intensive focus. And that is why you have the course available now that prepares you to know what you need to know to keep focus on God and not get distracted by fear. Because even if you listen to this podcast every day, There are so many things that are going to get thrown your way through your pregnancy that are going to cause you to fear. It is normal and it is natural. And you will, before you know it, be right back off track, worried about whether you have this or your baby has that, or if this thing or that thing's going to happen to you. And it's just so easy to get distracted and to fall into that worry cycle. So things like the course, things like the midwife and me power hour sessions where we can sit down and I can help you walk through whatever challenge you're facing in your pregnancy, whether it's a physical challenge or a challenge to your faith, anything going on in this challenging time, I'm here to help you. But I want you to hear too, that even though it's a challenging time, it is a beautiful time of life. And I want you to have the joy that God wants you to have as well. I want you to recapture that. I don't want you to leave it behind because of the fear. That's what Satan wants. He wants you to be confused and in turmoil and fearful so that you forget God. But God is our strength. He is our source. So if you are ready to get serious about focusing on God, 
head over to my website and you can get all those resources that I mentioned. I'm happy to help you in any way so that you can know for sure that you're not alone. I don't have all the answers. I don't know all the things. I'm a human just like you. But along my route of life, along, along my way, I've learned some things. I've learned both sides of these things. I've learned the medical way and I've learned the better way. And God's way is the better way every single time. And so I want to help you to see his way and to find his way and to stay focused on him. Not in the idols of the medical system, which are going to fail you time and time again. Mama, I appreciate you so much for trusting me to feed your spirit. And I thank God for using me because it is an honor to be able to share his word with mamas all over the country and maybe even all over the world. I don't take that lightly. And I ask you to keep me in your prayers that I will also keep my eyes on him and that I will give you the encouragement that you need to stay focused so that you can have your birth truly God's way. Can't wait to see you again next week. Real quick, if today's episode blessed you in any way, would you head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a quick five-star written review? It'll take you less than a minute, but it's the best thank you you can give me. And it will help my show to reach more mamas just like you so we can all find God's best for our families. I'll see you right back here in a few days.